One of the reasons why we love data science so much is because of the amazing methods, techniques, and technologies we can use to solve different problems. However, if you only focus on these technical tools, you will fall into the biggest trap in doing data science. In this episode, we'll show you why that is the case and when you should forget that you are doing data science work. Enjoy. You just don't teach people how to use tools. This is where I think most of the data science education is maybe rightfully these days focused. So what is really unique, what is really new about this field that is called data science are the techniques that deal with data. And most of the boot camps these days, for instance, on data science or even the university educations are focusing on teaching you to code, giving you some basics of statistics. And of course, there's always nowadays machine learning. And these topics are complicated enough to take up a full education program, but they're not the only things you need to know. In the end, from a problem-solving perspective, all of these are some tools in your toolbox. So some equivalent of that magnifier or DNA analysis or some other technical tools that you have. And to really solve the problems, they come quite handy, but they're not the only thing you need. And just having them and just knowing how to use them are definitely not going to make you good problem solvers. That's the root of a lot of the problems I've seen pop up in data science work. So one of the common types of question I see, especially more junior data scientists ask is, I have this data, it looks like this, I want to do this task. Is it a classification problem? Is it a time series problem? I'm wondering if I can use it with this method or if I should use decision trees here or if I should use logistic regression or go to deep networks for this problem. And these are not wrong questions, but I think there's a wrong attitude in there that you are familiar with a set of tools and the first thing you want to do, probably based on the examples that you've seen, is to figure out which of these tools should I use on this problem. And that way of thinking immediately, so that way of thinking that my problem is solved if I find the right tool and push my data into this tool and get some output, I think that's what's causing a lot of inefficiencies in data science work, if not a lot of dissatisfaction, misaligned expectations, and sometimes horrible career experiences. If we would be talking to a data scientist at this point, probably that person would think, okay, now you talk a lot about this, you know, you point out all these things that people are not teaching. If I want to learn how to ask the right question, how do I do that? What would you say? It's definitely a tough thing to teach. My typical advice to people when they want to work on projects is to forget about the fact that they are doing data science work and start with imagining you have to solve this problem, you have to get an idea about the problem you're facing in a much more limited time that is actually available. So these are just mental tricks that I'm, uh, I'm introducing that could be potentially useful for them. But I figured out using this, it becomes much more likely for people to actually see the true problem that they are facing. So maybe part of being able to ask the right questions is to step away from your preconceptions about what should be data science work and start thinking raw about the problem that you're solving. In that scenario, I think 
most of the times for me, imagining that you're a detective trying to figure out about a scenario is actually one of the most helpful mental images. What is really impactful in combination with this image is adding a sense of ownership, adding a sense of responsibility to your own role about this data in the sense that you're the person that needs to understand this data. You're the person that needs to be on top of this data, on top of the problem that you're solving. Again, maybe another analogy, if you've been to a city and now you're taking your whole family to visit that city, I think you should be feeling that the same kind of responsibility, the same kind of ownership as I know all the main destinations here, all the main means of transport that we need to use here. And on that level, you guys can count on me. You guys can follow my lead. Of course, it, it doesn't mean you need to be a dictator in any of that. But then being accountable in that way. I think feeling that accountability in terms of knowing the most important things, being able to paint a big picture for people who don't know this is definitely a good starting point. So when you're just talking about that, also a detective-related image in my head is almost like, imagine a detective is telling you that, hey, you know, I think this guy is the suspect. I think he's the serial killer, right? Because I've done all this DNA analysis. I have done all this triangulation of his behavior patterns. And there is a 85% chance that he is the murderer. And then you ask the question of, okay, uh, where was he uh, during the time of the murder? And that person cannot answer you. That would just be ridiculous. And funny enough, the equivalent of that happens quite a lot in a lot of the data science work I have seen, there is definitely something missing there. And I think asking people to really think like a detective and asking them to go back to the problem and look at them as a real life problem instead of a data science problem first, that really helps. There are so many dimensions to it. Different thinking hats, I think, is, again, one of the best tools to ask good questions. So in the example that you mentioned, one really useful thinking hat is to try to criticize yourself. It's probably not an easy, natural task to do, especially once you're taking momentum to go in one direction, in direction of proving something, in the direction of extracting something from your data. And given this tendency, or maybe sometimes the necessity to go very deep in one branch of thinking, in one branch of possibilities, it needs practice, it needs exercise, and you need the right and helpful mental models to come out of that branch, to look at your work from a different perspective. And what I found very useful as some form of cue for asking better questions is trying to step back and telling the story of the work that you're doing and telling a coherent story about the work that you're doing. Just mentally, I found that it is one of the most useful exercises to find holes in your work, to find other questions that you didn't ask about your work, and potentially to avoid these rather awkward or embarrassing situations that you just talked about. So when you talk about stories, right, I know uh, when I was learning data science uh, hands-on skills, when it comes to storytelling, then somehow the majority thinking there is, okay, how do I put out a presentation? or how do I visualize this data? But I don't think that's what you mean. 
there could be overlap between what we call the story in both ways. The sense of the story that I was talking about was more about the story of your search through the solution space, through the space of questions and answers and gathering knowledge. You try out different things, you open different doors, you gain some information from different parts of your data. Based on the information that you get, you might decide to go deeper in the direction, ask further questions or abandon a direction because you figure out that there is not going to be a solution here or it's more difficult to find a solution in one way. And that story, I think, is very useful as well to figure out what is the big picture of your work that you're doing to make sure that you are taking the right steps at the right time, and especially to avoid one of the biggest traps in doing data science work, which is to go much deeper than necessary in one of the branches of your work. Because it's very consuming work, you can end up working two or three days on the same problem, and of course, Everything is more complicated than you expect them to be. So you face new challenges. They become even more important as you go along. And in those situations, it's very important to remember the story, to remember why you're here. Why did I end up in this branch? And what was the rest of the picture, rest of the plan that I had? And how far is it that I need to go to reach the end? That is definitely combined most of the times in any project that is worth doing data science in with asking more questions, with gathering more information in order to shape and design the final solution that you need. Just one last thing before you go. If you are not a data scientist yet, but want to become one, you should really attend our webinar. We will demystify the transition into data science. We'll show you the most effective way to build your skills, and we'll advise you on the four possible options you can take to go from where you are to landing a data science job in as little as nine months. Find out more at nds.show forward slash webinar. That is nds.show forward slash webinar. All right, that's the end of this episode. Have a nice day. Thank you.